You're listening to the Coffee House Productions Podcast. In today's episode, we highlight a very interesting Art Bell show, which was first broadcast on Coast to Coast on February 21st, 1997. Art Bell receives a fax from a gentleman named Mel Waters. In the fax, Mel states that there is a huge bottomless pit on his property in Washington. Art Bell is fascinated by the story and reaches out to Mel Waters to discuss his endless hole that resides on his property. So sit back and enjoy this first episode of Mel's Hole, originally aired on February 21st, 1997. Dear Art, I'm writing to you to see if I can get some help from you or your vast listening audience. I live in rural eastern Washington near the Manistash Ridge, wherever that is, M-A-N-A-S-T-A-S-H, Manistash Ridge. On our property, there is a hole. Like the previous owners and the owners before them, we've been throwing our trash in the hole. Apparently the hole has been there as long as anybody can remember. At first I thought it was an ancient well. Anyway, the hole is nine feet, nine inches in diameter. That's a pretty good sized hole. There is a stone retaining wall around it, and we put a steel door on top to keep anybody from falling into it. As I said earlier, people have been throwing their trash into the, in quotes, well for decades. Furniture, household trash dead cows, building debris, you name it. The thing is that I noticed the hole never filled up. So I got curious, actually obsessed. I began trying to measure the depth of the hole. I emptied three fishing reels of about 1,500 yards of monofilament uh, line trying to determine the depth. Soon I was buying fishing line in bulk. So far I have sunk about 80 thousand feet of line into the hole without reaching bottom. My wife works at a local university with a geology department. We hope to get some professional scholarly help in determining the depth of the hole. As far as I can tell, there is nothing else particularly strange about the hole except for the except for two other things. One, dogs refuse to get within a hundred feet of the hole. Birds will not sit on the retaining wall or metal door. Another very strange thing is there is no echo when you yell into the hole. Indeed, I've never heard anything hit bottom when tossed in. We once tossed an old refrigerator in and never heard it hit bottom. No crash, no splash, no crunch. I hope your listeners might be able to help with possible explanations. I'm wondering if this, based on my measurements so far, 
is the deepest hole on earth. Thanks, Art Bell and listeners. Signed, Mel, and I won't give his last name. First time caller line, you're on the air. Art, I, I have to apologize. Art, you're not Mel? I am Mel. You you are Mel? I, I put that thing on, on, on the news group, Art, Fan Art Bell. You did? I, I, I was All right, sure. if, you're, if you're really Mel, there's a way you can prove it. How's that? What are the last two numbers of the number you sent me? I don't know. Then you're you're lying. I'm lying now. You're lying. Your pants are on fire. I am. Goodbye. See, you're not Mel. Didn't think I had a way to test you, did I? Twit, you're probably the kind of guy who wrote my death notice. Idiot. That wasn't Mel either. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi. Ah, yeah, Art. Hello. Hey. Uh, sorry about your glue incident. Yeah, well. Hey, uh, this is uh, Joe from Cleelum. Where? Washington. Cleelum. Do you know where Manastash? Yeah, it's pronounced Manastash. Figures. Manastash, all right. Uh, oh, it's not too far. About five miles. About five miles? Yeah. Oh, you're close to it then. Yeah, well, I got a, I got a, a kind of a solution for this guy. Have you ever heard rumors about this? No, never. All right. But I got a solution, maybe, because uh, he can get a better idea what's down there. What? Okay, you know, you can go to the hardware store and buy a hose reel that you wind up your garden hose on? Sure. Okay, that thing can hold it a substantial amount of fishing line. So he wouldn't be stuck with using fishing reels to try to reel this up. And I don't know how he's winding 80,000 feet of line in. But... Well, do you realize, look, at, at, at 5,280 feet per... A uh, mile. Yeah, I was calculating that. I'm going. That's that's a, like what? Eight, ten, Sixteen miles. That's a lot of. Um, that's a whole lot of miles of. Uh, yeah. Forty thousand. That'd be about eight miles. That'd be like sixteen. Anyway, I got an idea. This guy could put some stronger line on it using this big hose reel, like a fishing reel, and rig like a downrigger, like a, a pole and a an eye. You know. So I could drop it over. Why didn't he drop a video camera down there on the end of this line? With a with a light. That's a cool yeah. idea. That's a cool Draw idea. I mean, eighty thousand feet. We're talking, we're talking journey to the center of the earth here, or if not to the center of the earth, then certainly pretty far down. Well, you could get you know quite a bit of line. On now there. he says this hole is what nine nine foot nine, nine inches. That's big enough for a human being to be lowered. Yeah, I just wondered. There's a lot of mines around here. Oh, there are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of old abandoned coal mines. In yeah, but area. who? What miner would have? No miner would go that deep. No, but it might have been connected to an air shaft, a ventilation shaft. Huh. There's some substantial stuff here. We got some pretty substantial phenomena stuff here in the mountains. All right. Well, maybe we're we'll get here from Mel. Yeah, we'll see if he's listening and see if he calls in. All right. Well, he says about that hose reel idea. Yeah. You know, holding it open for any single person is turning out to be almost impossible. And I, I've got the number here, so I can check it out. I mean, if you're a false Mel, don't call. Some people call just to say stupid things. During the news break here, I'll answer that Mel-only line. All right, I'm not going to do it on the air because people are calling that number now just to get on the air and hear the sound of their own voice saying something dumb. So I'm not going to continue to answer. I'll answer it during the news break. Okay? That's going to be a Mel-only line during the news break.
You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, on Premier Radio Networks. Tonight, an encore presentation of Coast to Coast AM from February 21st, 1997. Well, all right. I have got Mel on the line. No thanks to all the Mel imitators on the special Mel line. I finally picked up the phone during the newscast and called Mel's number, and he was just coming in. So I've got Mel on the line. Mel is the guy with the never-ending hole. And uh, we're going to ask him about it here in a moment. Uh, I have read that fax now twice on the air. And I've got a lot of follow-up faxes. Here's one entitled, Yet Another Mystery Hole in Eastern Washington. Art, you'll love this. It was sent to me a couple of days ago by email. And it's all about uh, another one on the Indian Reservation in Colville, where there is another mystery hole. Anyway, we'll get to that. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, on Premier Radio Networks. Tonight, an encore presentation of Coast to Coast AM from February 21st, 1997. Now to Eastern Washington. I guess this is Eastern Washington. Mel, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, first of all, Mel, thank you for answering. What are you doing up at this time of the morning? Well, after I sent the facts, I'm uh, I'm living in town here now because uh, we had a couple of our buildings out there cave in after the big snows that we had out here last month. Oh yes, and so uh, <coughs> there, there thereby goes some of the uh, construction debris into the hole. So, uh, all right, uh, when I, did you discover this hole? Well, the hole the hole has always been there. We've been out there for a couple of years now, and. Uh, you know, the hole has been there since we've been there. It's been there since the previous owner was there. And the previous owner there was quite elderly. And I, I'd say he was there for a good 30, 40 years before we moved in. Wow. And then, uh. He, and so there's been a thing of throwing stuff down this hole for a long, oh, yeah, long it's, time. Oh, it's yeah. It's been, it's been going on, you know, <laughs> it's, it's for as long as the hole has been there, I assume. When nobody knows that, I guess. All right. Uh, how do you pronounce the name of your town, Manistash? Uh, oh, Manastash. Manastash. Right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Thank you. Uh, and uh, actually, I'm in, uh, uh, right now, I'm in a little town called Ellensburg. Oh, I know Ellensburg. All uh, right. You must know about a rodeo here then. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, so, uh, yeah, we've been there for several years. And, you know, we, we just take all, you know, we take all of our uh, trash, rubbish, anything we have that we have to get rid of, we take it, throw it in the hole. Everyone's throwing their stuff in the hole. The people from around there throw all the stuff in the hole. I mean, it's just been going on for a long time. Well, you know, I you know, I got to thinking one day, how come this hole is not filling up? It must be an awfully deep hole. That's a good thing to consider, sure, as you throw stuff in it for decades, literally. And so, you know, I used to be a, uh, uh, well, I would say pretty close to a professional shark fisherman. So I had a couple of huge uh, uh, fishing reels, went out there and uh, started <laughs> Letting the line down, I figure after one. Uh, Did you wait the line? Oh yeah, there, there's, there's. In fact, the original line is still down there. I've just been adding to the line and keeping track of how much line I have used. So I've not uh, reeled it in. Uh, how much weight is on it? There, there's a one pound weight at the bottom of it. One pound weight. One all right. pound weight. It's a triangular uh, one pound weight. Okay. Uh, and so that's at the bottom of it at first. So in other words, it would go down kind of like a plumb bob. Exactly, exactly. In fact, I have a rig across the center of it there, and it goes, you know, goes straight down from the center there. 
and occasionally I try to move the line there, but when you're moving that much line, you really can't do a whole lot with it. But it seems to, you know, there seems to be, it's not resting against anything at this point here, and it continues to go down freely. And so when I was out there earlier, I let out a little bit more line. <laughs> and uh, So you actually went out there tonight after I read this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, you know, it's uh, not too bad out here right now. It's in the about uh, 25 degrees, so it's not too cold. Have you ever heard anything coming from any sounds or anything? Um, well, you know, I mean, the normal thing to do is kind of, like, yell into it there, to, you know, to see an echo, and I've never heard an echo come out of that thing. No echo. At all. Uh, you know, that's one of the first things I noticed about it. Um, I, as usual, I brought the dogs with me. Uh, they wouldn't go anywhere near the damn thing, and uh, I went back to the Suburban and <laughs> hung out over there, so <laughs> it was kind of... Uh, uh, I, I can't, I, you know, if I try to bring them there on a leash, they'll just dig their feet, and they do not want to go anywhere near the hole. Uh, and so that's, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, well, you've got miles and miles of... Uh... Yeah, I, I think, uh, well, I, I'm going, I'm, me I'm measuring it by feet. You know, I convert feet to yards, so I don't know sure. how many miles that is. I assume that's it's uh, a fair number of miles, though. Well, five thousand two hundred and eighty feet uh, is a mile, so you've got, you you really think you've got eighty thousand? Yes. Yeah, I I uh, get uh, line in five thousand yard spools, and so I'm I've gone through that many. Well, uh, you have got a hole then that goes. Well, you know, you can't say to the center of the earth, but you've got a hole that goes miles and miles and miles into the earth. I would think a university would be out there, boom, just like that. Well, uh, my wife does work for the, a local university here, and, you know, we've been talking to them about it. And one of the things is uh, uh, <laughs> they find it quite incredible that I've let that much line into the ground, but uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, Have you ever thought of winding it all back up again? Well, when I let out the first 1,500 yards uh, of line, I reeled all of that back in. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to know uh, if I had hit water down there because I thought that that's a lot of that's a lot of feet. You bet. Uh, you know, that's uh, 4,500 feet of of uh, line. Did I hit water? So I, I uh, did. Uh, what I did is I sent down a roll of lifesavers. Lifesavers? Uh, yeah, so when it hits the water, the lifesavers will dissolve. That's true. Oh, I see. So very smart. So yeah, it's an old shark fisherman's trick there. We used to we used to send our bait out on a balloon attached to a roll of lifesavers, and the bait would go out into the ocean on the tide. Yeah. And then eventually the lifesavers would melt, and the shark, the bait would fall to the uh, to the bottom. <laughs> so you know, you couldn't cast a big old mackerel out there that far. Oh, that's so amazing. So. What do you? You got any guesses? Uh, I don't. I, I I have I have no idea. I thought it could have been I could have been a mine shaft, but the the thing about it is the uh, surface part of it's been very well cared for. I mean, someone built a very lovely uh, wall around it. And uh, all right, tell me about the nature of the side of the walls. In other words, you must be able to look down far enough, at least to ex examine. The side of the wall. Sure, it, it's stone for about 15 feet down. Yeah. And then after that, it uh, you know it's it's um, you know soil, dirt, uh, and then you know further down rock. 
you know so but i i can only see to the extent of uh you know really powerful flashlight or brought halogen lights out there to try to get a better look down there but the visibility really isn't there you cannot see much after, after a while but it's uh you know it's a night it's a retaining wall i'd say it's about a three three and a half foot retaining wall and it goes down about 15 feet and then it's uh, well i'll tell you this much um no matter how powerful a light and i was even thinking about a laser uh when you're talking about 80,000 feet forget it no well, i i they should have some technology that can give me an idea of how deep this thing is i mean obviously the uh, the old fishing line method is only going to go so far what we need here is a volunteer Real, I'm serious. Somebody who would be willing to be lowered in in into this hole. Um, well, I, I don't. You know, to be honest, with you, I don't even know if there's any air down that far. I mean, I, I, well, I I wouldn't know about that either. Or you know, that's you know what true. kind of pressures we're dealing with? I you know these are things that you know are totally beyond my uh, my grasp in terms of you know knowledge about these things. But uh, do you own this property? It's our property. Yeah. Have you been working on this? Well, we, we've been out there for a couple of years, I said about four years now, but uh, um, this project here with letting down the line, that's only been uh, since last summer here, and it was just, last you know, summer. I said, well, how come this thing isn't filling up? Well, sure. And, you know, I made, you know, I talked to the neighbors around there, you know, which are, you know, on, on you know, when you're out there in the country, your neighbors are pretty far away, but they all know the hole out there. They all know about it. So it's well, like yeah, because they all bring their trash out there. So the local legend of of the hole. Yeah, I, I uh, this this could be an apocryphal story, but one guy claims that he threw his uh, departed canine down into the hole. Oh, really? And uh, he swear. Well, the story is the guy that did it swears the the dog actually came back to him, and uh, he was really. He was a hunt. Apparently, the story is that he was a hunter, and he was out there hunting, hunting, and he saw the same dog. He had the same collar. He had the same little, uh, what is a little metal thing on his collar there, and uh, he said it was the same dog. And he says he knew he threw the dog into the hole. But oh, that's, no. that's that's not you know that's not my dog. <laughs> that's not my. It's you not know. your story, but it's it's uh, a story of a resurrected dog. Yeah. Um, th this is um, you know as you can well imagine this is all. Uh, um, Native American land around here, and yeah, so one yeah, of the lines yeah. of inquiries I'd like to make is, you know, uh, is there anything about this hole in regards to the Native Americans? Um, you know, that's that's something I haven't really pursued right now. But uh, if you had a fatal disease, Mel, yeah, would you jump in the hole? I would. You would? Uh, Just based exactly, on the dog exactly, story, it or? is in my will. What should I meet my demise? That, that you would be thrown in the hole, disposed of into the well. I'm yeah. not sure the health department would allow that. Well, um, you know, one one of the things that we, you know, I I thought about later on is, what what if this is like contaminating our water, you know? And um, you know, we've had, you know, uh, I'm I'm sure you do this out there in Pahrump too. Well, you no person checked all the time. Well, yeah, no personal offense to you, Mel, but if there was a possible contamination problem, um. I'm sure you're a clean guy. Yeah. But you know, as you deteriorated, 
you would possibly produce E. coli or something horrible in the local water supply. Well, well, again, so far it hasn't. If you, you know, were resurrected, I mean, the, the water around that area is absolute, absolutely pure water. It is, uh, you know. Um, and so nothing thrown down, all the old junk and trash, no. and nothing has polluted the water. No, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I can't, I can't speak for everything that's been thrown down there, but uh, so you know, none of that has been showing up in the water that people draw from their wells. I mean, you know, the water's as as clean as it's ever been out there. I think we get. Uh, uh, water that comes off the Cascades or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just really great. It's really wonderful water. Mel, hard, Mel, you wouldn't be pulling my leg. No, I'm not. And uh, um, I'm uh, one. One of the reasons that I uh, uh, went out to the property tonight, other than it just you know it's something that weighs heavily on my mind. I was afraid that after I sent the facts out. Uh, that there would be people around there because it's... Uh, well, there may be, but we have not identified specifically where it is. Well, there aren't, as far as I could tell, too many big holes like that <laughs> around. And so at least the people in my neck of the woods are familiar with it. And I, you know, I kind of almost expected to see a small party of people. Well, there may be. Now, I mean, you know, come daylight... There may yeah. be, uh, but remember, folks, this is private property. This is Mel's home. It is posted, too. Oh, it is. All right. Is, well, yeah, there so, you are. Uh, so without knowing exactly where it is, I, I wouldn't look for that to occur, but there is going to be substantial curiosity about it now, Mel. Well, you know, I, I think I've, uh, you know, let you know as much as I I, um, I know about it. I, I, I certainly want to find out more. I'm, I'm mostly curious. I was mostly curious about the depth of it. I mean, how deep is the deepest hole anyone has ever found? Well, I, I've never heard of anything deeper it, than this. You know, I, I thought maybe this would be like Guinness World Book of Records type uh, type hole here. Um, and uh, as the as far as um, you know, things I thought it would be like. Could have been like an old mine. Well, now uh, here's a couple things to think about. I've heard as you go down into the earth mill that it gets hotter. Ooh. Right? So yes. you would think that your fishing line with a weight on it at some point would melt or, you know, something, but, but there's still weight on it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, the line is not moving freely. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it still falls under its own weight. Oh, that's amazing. Let's let some of the audience ask you questions. Okay, I, uh, I think I can do that. All right, because I just might be missing something. Now, west of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel, who's got the hole in Washington. Hello. Hello. Do you have any questions for Mel? Hello? Okay, well, I, I guess that guy gave up. Uh, east of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. Hello. Hello. Oh, you got a you got a guess now? I did. Well, I mean, sorta. Oh, well, I, I was I was calling about something else. All right. Well, thank you. First time caller line. You're on the air with Mel. Hello. Mel. Yes, Mel. Oh, oh, Mel, Mel, Mel. I wanted to talk to Art. Uh, I'm this, on the wrong line. Yeah, you are. I'm sorry. That's the two 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 line. Um, one two 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 is first time caller line. That's what I thought I was calling. Well, that's what you got. But I'm I mean, we're talking with Mel right now. I'm trying to. He's the guy with the the hole. In Eastern Washington. Okay, okay. I just have something for Art. All for right. Mel. Well, call me back when we're we're in the open lines. Wild card line. You're on the air with Mel. Hello. Hi, Art. This is Dave in Milwaukee. Hi, Dave. Hey, I was listening to this. Very interesting. Yeah, it is. 
Um, I just wanted to let you know, I looked up an encyclopedia, and the Marianas Trench, which is the deepest hole we know about... That's in the ocean, right? Right. It's 36,000 feet deep. So this is... Well, uh, well, certainly over double that already. Right. And it also says, undermining, that with current technology, we can only go down about 1,600 feet. Wow. Wow. That's great. That is great. So well, you've, you've got something here that already qualifies for Guinness. That yeah, is that's, wonderful. That's, oh, so, gosh, yeah, I, can... I like that. That's great. Did you said 1,600 feet? That's what they said, yeah. 1,640 <sighs> feet, it says, with current technology. Is about wow. All right, all right. Uh, thank you very much for that information. So already we now learn that you may have a Guinness qualifying hole there, no question about it. Jeez. But I want to know, I, inquiring minds want to know, I would think even if we just had somebody lowered past the 1,600-foot mark to see what's down there. That would that would be cool, but it wouldn't be me. You wouldn't do it. I, w <laughs> I wouldn't go down and. Oh. At least not while you're still alive. No, huh? no, yeah, I, then I will, you know. But I mean, you know, for the time being, no. I understand. All right, east of the Rockies, you're on the air with what Mel. If, what if the rope broke? Uh, yeah. Well, that's true. Mel. Mel, yeah, hi. Where are you calling from, sir? Um, I'm in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. All right. Yeah, you mentioned earlier um, that um, you. Uh, would like somebody to be lowered down into the hole. That's right. I, I would be willing to do that. See, there you go, sir, a volunteer. We, um, we've got a volunteer. Yeah, I mean, obviously under certain conditions. Like what? Um, just a cage, for one. A cage? Yeah, just in the event that uh, there's some kind of weird Something. subterranean thing eating all of this garbage down there. Obviously, I would want to be in some kind of a cage. Well, and, uh, what makes you think, though, that anything that could gobble up, say, a refrigerator... Uh -huh. would... Wouldn't get the cage? Well, I would have, a, obviously, a very powerful light, and I'd be able to see it at some point before it's too late. So, okay. we'd have radio contact with you, and we could hear you scream, at least. Yeah, yeah. Not too much or an instant jaws. up button. An That's up button? An instant up button. <laughs> On back up. You know, at like a high speed. And you could take a camera with you. Yeah. yeah. With a light and show us everything as it. Yeah, I um, I've got a I've got a pretty adventurous nature to me anyway. Um, so this um, plus I have a uh, a very appealing draw to the supernatural for some reason anyway, just naturally in my personality. Well, nobody's saying there's anything supernatural about this, but. Well, the the dog story would indicate something supernatural. Well, that's true. Um, well, my uh, everyone's dogs are scared of the hole. Yeah, it's not just my dog. No, that's a very dogs. good point. In other yeah, words, other true. other dogs won't go anywhere near the hole, huh? Yeah, my, my dogs will follow me everywhere. I mean, you know, no matter where I go, they're you know. Except. Except to the well. Uh huh. Now you um, call is it. This, is this possibly at a grid point on the planet? Uh, I, I wouldn't know about grid points, uh, other than I, I, Art, I know they exist. Do you know exist. anything about the grid points? Well, I know. I've, yes, thank you, sir, from Austin. I've heard about grid points, but I would have no way of knowing where they are and whether this is one of them. I wouldn't know. Now, this is just a hole, and he's right. There is something a little paranormal about it when you consider the dog story. I, I tell you... Um, now, hold on, all right? Mm -hmm. Stand by. We'll be right back to you. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, on Premier Radio Networks. Tonight, an encore presentation of Coast to Coast AM from February 21st, 
1997. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time. Tonight featuring a replay of Coast to Coast AM from February 21st, 1997. And my guest is an impromptu fellow named Mel who sent me a fax about a hole in the ground that just keeps going. He needs Pat Boone. Where's Pat Boone when you need him? Now we take you back to the night of February 21st, 1997. On Art Bell, Somewhere in Time. Well, here's somebody from Las Vegas, Mike, listening to KXNTU, suggests that we throw a cat down the hole. Listen to the cat scream as it goes down. It's a horrible idea. I don't know about people who do that, throw down a cat. Oh, man. And you hear the echoes sort of going down. I'm not for that at all. All right, Mel, um, here comes some more people. First time caller line, you're on the air with Mel with the hole. Art, why don't you have uh, somebody, I know you're connected with somebody that's got radar available. Radar would be the way to go to find out the depth. Well, would radar go down a hole um, Absolutely. without hitting the sides? You don't need a fancy radar to do it. You mean like a... What what about sonar? No, I guess no that's... sonar you couldn't use because you don't have anything for the medium to go through like underwater for sonar. Yeah, but radar would definitely work. In other I words, I'm just curious if you'd call a government agency to come out. But wouldn't radar return a hit from the sides of the hole and no. bounce around down no, there? No, no, no. Purely directional radar. What what you what, what do you use when you're driving down the highway? Well. You use radar, but that's, exactly. that's out in the open. That's not in, in. I don't know enough about radar to know if that would work, but it's a good idea. Well, I've used it for years, but that's all right, the way to try it. All right, that's a, that, that's. Uh, I want. How about a cop's radar? I'm not sure if they'll return an echo off of that. Possible. All right, all right. Well, it would tell you how fast the hole was going, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> tell you how fast. Uh, cute, Mel. Um, wild card line. You're on the air with Mel. Hello. <laughs> This is pretty funny. Uh, 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 good evening, Mel. Hi. Uh, uh, my name is Barry. I'm just uh, hop, skip, and a jump away from you down here in Yakima. Oh. All right. And right. Uh, I'm, I'm awful surprised I haven't heard of this before now. Well, now, Mel hasn't made this public as far as I know. Have you, Mel? No, it's just on my land. Oh, I see. Uh, so uh, until neighbors it, know about it. But, well, I mean, th- wait, wait. This is the first public announcement of the whole? Uh, as far as I know, there's no newspaper accounts of it, you know, not in the... Uh, Daily Record or in the uh, well, there will be the now. There will be now. Well, well as usual, uh, you've heard here first, folks, on That's our right. bill. That's um, right. uh, before I get serious, I, I just wanted to kind of lighten things up here and ask if you'd considered uh, making a contract with uh, the uh, Refuse Collection Department from uh, Yakima County. You could probably make a killing <laughs> on that. You, you know, I I, re- I read an article in the paper how they wanted to close down our uh, local uh, uh, dump out here and. Uh, I almost seriously suggested. All right, listen. There's another. Here's another possibility for you. Do you know that I live near an area where there's supposed to be a high-level nuclear dump? Now, if this is really in effect a bottomless pit, whoa, you may have something that the U.S. government wants. So I could like rent this thing out. You're damn right. And move away as they quick bring, as possible. Well, yeah. uh, anyways, I I, I wanted I wanted to to mention here um, 
we've got uh, many, many mediums of technology, and the, the gentleman who suggested radar, I think, was on to something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, say, for instance, that Guinness was a, you know, came out and was going to, you know, they're pretty thorough uh, with their investigation before they're, they're going to print you. Yeah, uh, that's but true. Anyways, uh, you know, maybe the way to go is to uh, to have someone lower in a sensor's package, uh, you know, which is something that measures for uh, noxious gases, uh, temperature, uh, and I'm sure they could uh, focus a radar, you know, probably pencil thin, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and just hook it up to a, a endless supply of a cable and uh, lower it down. Look, I, I'd be interested, even if, if we don't get a hold of the guy uh, from Austin, uh, to lower a camera and a light down. You know, when I was, was out there this evening, it's uh, kind of a sort of a full moon out there. And one, one of the things that occurred to me is maybe this has some sort of astronomical type uh, type thing. What do you mean, Mel? Well, you know, it's like, you know, how, uh, you know, the, the various pyramids and Things in Egypt, you know, are supposed to be lined up on various star systems or whatever. Well, was it a thing like where the moonlight was shining into the hole? Well, no, but I, you know, I just, you know, happened to notice, you know, the, the full moon and all yeah, of a sudden moon, to sir. sort of uh, put two and two together there, you know. You've it's, never felt drawn to the hole uh, personally, have you? I mean, in terms of, you know. Uh, uh, you mean in terms of some sort of spiritual involvement or uh, no suicide? No, suicide. Uh, no, no, oh no, no. The uh, the, the uh, I, I mean, I keep I keep the lid on it there because it's an attractive nuisance. Uh, you wouldn't want local kids there climbing on the wall and falling in. There's actually no way of knowing whether people have gone in, um, because they'd be gone. Not, not in my um, down with a refrigerator. You know, you know. Again, if I can find out something from the local uh, Native Americans on, you know, maybe with some sort of burial thing, or uh, you know, I mean, and you can drop a big rock, and you can hear it going down, probably bouncing off the walls or something, but you never hear a splash. You, you never hear a splash. I, I've even taken like uh, old television tubes, you know, the picture tubes, and you've you know, dropped oh, picture tubes down yeah, there. Yeah, I've dropped. I've dropped. <laughs> I hate to say this here, but I've dropped more than one of them down there, and uh, uh, I've never heard it implode or anything, uh, nothing. EPA, you probably shouldn't say that on the air. Well, uh, they'll come and get you for that. I mean, TV tubes. Well, well, it, it, it is my. <laughs> it's your own property, I know, but yes. these days, Mel, doesn't make any difference. I mean, tomorrow morning you'll have to wake up and there'll be tanks and Boutrous, Boutrous Golly will be yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, that's that's true. I All mean, right, uh, east of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. WKXY, Sarasota. Sarasota, Florida, let, yes. Let me say, let's throw Mike from Las Vegas down the hole. Really? Right? Yeah. Okay, you know, he's the cat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do have a question for Mel. You're a fisherman, right? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever felt a tug on the line? If you did, what would you do? Uh, well, well I, like I don't it. have a hook on it. There's just a large, uh, there's a one-pound weight. Yeah, but uh, she's she's saying if something obviously was pulling on that line. <laughs> um... What would I do? Yeah. What'd you do? I, 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 I'd run. Yeah. I'd yeah, seal that, that damn thing up, and I'd never get near it again. Yeah, I'd, I'd put the lid down on it at that point there and say, that's it, the dump is closed. And at any point, did you ever pull up the weight and look at it? Yeah, I asked that, too. 
yeah, the the first the the first the first series of letting down line when I got about uh, 4,500 feet down there. I had a uh, roll of lifesavers down on the bottom to determine if there was any water mm-hmm. down there. And, of course, if there was water, the lifesavers would melt. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, I, did, I didn't do that. But since that time, I've let the line continuously go down. I've just spliced on to the end of the line. And yeah, I'm just trying to find out where the bottom is. Yeah, that, that's my, that was my main question. It's like, how deep is this thing? Where does it go? You know, well, it goes into the earth, but, you know, how... How far does it go before it'll stop? Okay. You know. Uh, yeah. All right, thank you, ma'am. Um, I think that a light and a video camera. I mean, Mel, you could have a special. As you got down past what? What did they say was the deepest hole? Sixteen hundred feet. Sixteen hundred feet. As you got down past sixteen hundred feet, you'd have a network special on your hands, Mel. That would be good. I'm thinking about putting up a web page on it there if I can get a, one of those. What's uh, his name? Rivera would come. <laughs> and, and they'd lower him into the hole. <laughs> Only if we were all lucky. West of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. Hello. Yeah, this is uh, Terry from Bremerton. Hello, Terry. Oh, you're up in Washington again, yeah. You're right. Well, I was wondering about uh, how much does 15 uh, miles of fishing line weigh? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just letting that sucker go down. I have not well, really. What if you've it. already hit the bottom and you got uh, a pound of fishing line on it? You That's right. Letting it down. Yeah, I, I should. Uh, hit the bottom. I, sh- I should weigh one of those uh, spools because I'm, I'm getting them in five thousand yard spools. Yeah. Uh, and so I should weigh a spool and sort of deduct the cost of the. Uh, the, the spool itself, and see what that would add up to in terms of how much uh, how much how much that weighs. So, so in other words, it could be it could have hit bottom some time ago, and simply the the pure weight of the line. Right. Uh huh. It, it 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 doesn't feel like it it is is reach bottom there. There's no well, slack in the line. But even so, well, there might not be with that much weight. But you know, even if that's true, caller, think yes. about it. He's still got the deepest hole ever heard of in the world yeah he does <laughs> but the weight of the line would keep pulling the line down yeah 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 but the, the, there would be so much and line down there by then but he, what pound test line is it i'm using 20 pound i, 20 I couldn't pounds. afford to you go think much you have higher 20 pounds of line on it already pardon me do you think you have 20 pounds of line in the oh, hole already I'm, I'm sure there's more line more line than that it would break by then you know, we're 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 talking. Uh, how many? How many? Uh, there must be a lot of tension. About twenty spools of line. A lot of, of tension on that. Yeah. Twenty spools of line on there. Wow. And it's still hanging on there. You know, I, I'm I'm you know that 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 weight continues to go down. I don't know if there's a way of weighing that thing. You know, as it is. Yeah, I was just interested in how much. Uh the line would weigh itself. I, you know, I I could probably do that. You know, get yep. one of those hanging scales. Sure. And 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 the spring spring operating stuff and just sort of knot it off up there. Yeah, why not? It's worth a try. And the other thing that's worth a try, I suppose, although you'd be cranking for a long time, would be to crank it back up again. Well, no, I, I could just I could just weigh like one spool of line and multiply it. I, I think I'm up to about like 18 spools of line right now. So you know, it wouldn't be too hard to get a, a weight on it. All right, you you'll report back to us on that. Yeah, I can. Sure, definitely. All right, yes, definitely. all right. First time caller line. You're on the air with Mel. Hello. Yes. Hi. Where are you? I'm uh, Bellingham, Washington. Yes. Oh, Washington again. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. Um, I was wondering, um, what what was the uh, Mel said that he had a triangular one pound weight on the end of uh, the line. You're right. Yeah, I was wondering what was, what elements were was that weight or is that weight composed? Of? It's a sta- standard lead fishing weight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you were talking earlier. Um, Al was talking earlier about the heat when you get. Well, I, I was speculating. You know, I saw the movie with uh, with Pat Boone about the journey to the center of the earth. It's supposed to get hot when you go down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, what about the magnetism? You know, that that's a factor you consider also. The magnetism? Yes. Uh, you're off into a territory that I can't answer. Mel, are you yeah. gonna you're gonna contact your your wife works for a university, yeah, huh? a local university. Have they? I mean, did she tell them about this? And if so, what did they say? Well, the people she talked to, because I nag her about it occasionally, say, sure. you know, they're telling her, you don't have a whole day that deep, you know. So, in other words, they don't believe her? No, no. No, and, I, you know, what I'm trying to do is, you know, kind of entice them out there and just bring something out there to measure how deep it is. That's, that's well, Mel, true. would you be willing to talk to, like, newspaper people or a television people? They're crazy. They'd send someone down there. Well... I I I I I know I'm talking to a lot of people on the on the phone right now and on the radio, but yeah, uh, yeah. I I am not sure if I'd want to have a a TV crew and a you know. A, so you're not sure you want that kind of publicity? No, you know I mean you know I'd be happy to you know like I say you know I could I could put together a website on it and uh, uh, you know keep people you know um, informed about what's going on because you know I'm sort of making this my uh, people would accuse you of going to the well one time too many. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> West of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. Hello. Hello there. That is absolutely amazing. All right. This is Ken from Scottsdale. Yes, sir. And, uh, uh, one thing I wanted to mention about that, when you mentioned about a car that had fallen, apparently fallen from the sky. The Chevrolet, yeah. Right. I recall reading about many, many incidents in England and throughout Europe of uh, nuts raining nuts of different kinds. I mean, Brazil nuts and hazel nuts. Um, Sometimes it rains nuts on my program. Listen, yeah. well, uh, no, we're not talking about things falling from the sky right now. We're talking about a hole. Right, I know. Well, this was, it was open lines a minute ago. Now you switched it. Well, I've switched hole. it because I have Mel. Oh, well, anyway, um, the, as far as the hole goes, it, isn't it possible there could be like an aquifer or something in the... Water well, or Mel has not found any water, any water at all. He lowered lifesavers in, and the lifesavers came back, and that was how far, Mel? 4,500 feet. 4,500 feet, and the lifesavers came back intact, right? Oh, yeah, they, they, they were absolutely dry. They weren't dissolved. They were just perfect. That's pretty definitive. First time caller line, you're on the air with Mel. Hi. Uh, uh, Mel? Hi. Hi, this is Con, uh, Conrad in Grass Valley, and I've got some thoughts about this whole well problem. Sure. Uh, first of all, if he's putting line down the well... Wait, they... wait a minute, sir. We've got to stop this because people are going to call it a well. There has never oh, okay. been well, there's never been any water found in this hole. Okay, a hole. Yeah, thank you. All right. If he started out with a one-pound weight and he starts adding fish, uh, fish line to it, right? then the the, the amount of weight down the hole increases. All right, now, 
if he knows the weight of the line on a per foot basis, as he puts more weight down the hole, if he could measure the total strain on the top of the, or load on the top of the line, he would know if any of that line was draped on anything. See, the thing is, once he gets a fair amount of line yeah, down that's there, good, that's a good point. The, the one pound weight on the end is insignificant. Hmm. And he wouldn't even, it could be hung up on something and, or uh, laying on the bottom or something and, and, um, he would never know it. Yeah, but, but, it, but, but he, he put lifesavers down 4,500 feet. So even if what you're saying is true, this is still by a long shot the deepest hole ever, ever. Uh, well that's, that assumes it's even that deep. Uh, the one, the one thought that you had that I thought was very valid was, uh, uh, the temperature as you go farther down into the ground. Well, that's what they, th I think that's right, isn't it? Oh yes, of course. Uh, by the time it's down, uh, uh, 4,000 feet in the ground, where the temperature would probably be uh, well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. If the 100, well, uh, the monofilament and the lead would certainly uh, survive 100 degrees just fine. You're probably right. That is interesting. Mel, I say that we got to put a person down there, a volunteer. <laughs> not a cat. No, not no a cats. cat. No cats. But, but a person, maybe like a media person, a uh, one of these anchors from maybe one of the Seattle Como stations or something, mm. set, you know, lower them down. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, again, I'm, I, I'm, intri I'm, I'm intrigued. Again, I've been running line down there for quite a while, and uh, uh, I, I don't think I've hit bottom. Uh, that uh, uh, The weight seems to be hanging plumb over there. And... Uh, uh, like I say, we've been throwing things down there for a long, 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 long time, and you know, it, this hole has not filled up. <laughs> it, it keeps, I don't know. Maybe it's getting incinerated down there. I don't know. All right, and and you would you would swear on all that is sacred to you that what you have told us is the absolute, unadulterated truth. That this is my hole, and this is this is the truth about it. God, it's an amazing story, Mel. Um, who else besides your wife, the people you've tried to talk to at the university and yourself, I, I guess your neighbors know about the yeah. whole? Oh, yeah. There, there's probably good, oh, well, you know, in terms, you know, not, not families, but individuals, probably good 20 people that uh, use the whole regularly. To throw junk into. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's always been done. Well, I remember when I was a kid, I used to like to, thro thro you know, throw stuff off bridges and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and into holes just to hear it hit bottom. Never, never heard anything hit. I mean, I mean, if you hit the side, of course, but if you just drop it straight down, straight and down, yeah, nine and a half feet, feet to go that, straight. Nine and a half feet is certainly large enough so that if you got in the center and dropped it straight down, it would go straight down, right? Yeah, you, you, you can, you can just, you know, lean right over there and get it going straight down. You know, and as far as anything I could see, you know, visually, you know, with with the, you know, halogens and flashlights, uh, the light just what fades away into blackness. Yeah. You, you've got nothing after a while. You know, it's, you, I mean, you can yeah. see as far as the beam will go, and that's it. You know? Does anybody have any theories about? You said a dog was thrown into the hole, yeah, dead, and then came back alive again, right? The, the story is the guy was out hunting and he saw his dog, and and and, and huh. he knew it was his dog, as it was the same dog. It had the same collar, it had the same tag on it, and the whole thing. Oh man, does anybody have any theories about 
what properties would be in the hole to resurrect a canine? Gosh, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that this is something like really benign, like, uh, I mean, cows have gone down there. I mean, I, I haven't heard any cows coming back, and or at least that you would know. But uh, I uh, don't. Uh, boy. Uh, well, it's not the creator. Well, look, um, we're out of time. Mel, you get the honors from near the hole in Washington State. Tell from, them from the hole. It is uh, good night to everyone from coast to coast <laughs> and beyond. Thank you, Mel. Stay in touch. Stay in touch. From the high desert to the cosmos out there. Good night. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time. Hope you enjoyed part one of our Mel's Hole series, originally aired on February 21st, 1997. Stay tuned for part two to be released soon. You are listening to the Coffee House Productions podcast. Good night. Thank you.